Territory Government um, has committed to an additional 96 beds at NT prisons, as I'm sure you've heard over the Christmas period. Now, while inmates have started undertaking vocational education training in trades and other areas, as we told you about a bit earlier in the week, others interstate have been doing it for quite some time and have been commissioned to make the modules for Northern Territory jails. Now, joining me on the line to tell us a little bit more about it is Communities and Justice New South Wales External Services Work and Education Director, Blake Comwell. Good morning to you, Blake. Good morning. Thank you for having me on, Katie. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Now, Blake, talk us through the work that New South Wales inmates have been doing to make these modules for the Northern Territory. Yeah, it's been a really great project and, you know, um, I'll start by saying it's, a, it's really good to be able to assist other jurisdictions and especially providing, you know, safe and secure um, housing solutions at such a rapid pace. So uh, we've been working on these since uh, July. So it's a 96-bed facility, um, you know, with, with associated uh, common rooms and officer posts. So essentially it's self-contained um, and it's, you know, coming along quite well. We've got the first nine modules that have, have arrived now over the past few weeks uh, in the NT or Alice specifically and that will continue over the next few months um, where we'll see those buildings on site and ready for installation. Is it the first time that you've secured a contract from the Northern Territory Government? It is, it is, yes. So we've been doing uh, construction-related you know, industries for a long time in New South Wales um, and we you know, got in contact with them early last year uh, as they're aware that we have deployed these across a number of our correctional centres um, in New South Wales and, yeah, we come together and, um, and fortunately we're able to uh, get this uh, partnership going and it's been uh, very uh, promising at the moment and, and hopefully it'll be something that we um, you know, really have really good outcomes for both New South Wales and, and uh, NT. Now, we're a pretty... Uh parochial kind of bunch here in the Northern Territory and very often we go, oh, hang on, we want this work done by our locals. But there's a bit of a reason why it can't be done by local prisoners here in the Northern Territory building these modules for themselves, isn't there? Yeah, look, there's a number of challenges with it. I mean, um, you know, obviously with the supply uh, shortages and other things in place and just around, um, you know, the compliances for this. And as I said, we've been very fortunate in New South Wales to be able to uh, undertake this kind of industry for a long time. Um, so we had a lot of conversations with them about that and, um, you know, it's just a lot, a lot easier and a lot more effective for us to actually um, complete this. And, you know, we look to work with the NT and Alice uh, moving forward and, and hopefully, you know, um, work with them to increase their... Uh, opportunities in the industry space as well. Yeah, because I suppose, um, you know, if you've got, like, if you do actually have prisoners in their own prison, though, as well, building these modulars, you could wind up with a situation where they sort of know how to maybe dismantle if needed or if wanted and uh, and maybe break out. Would that be right? Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely security concerns um, that we do have. I, I must say these these modules are, are built in a way that, you know, they can house all ranges of classification of inmates yep. um, through maximum all the way to minimum. But you are right, wow. it is uh, quite a challenging thing to do within your own uh, environment uh, and it's something that we don't typically do uh, even in New South Wales at all. Yeah. Hey, tell me, like, how the program is benefiting prisoners in New South Wales. So our main focus in work and education is obviously providing inmates with you know, vocational training and uh, really hands-on um, you know, employment opportunities. So you know, we look through construction, um, so all the construction pathways for them, so really around the electrical, the plumbing. We've got a number of inmates going through traineeships and apprenticeships and actually completing them while in custody. And we know that that has uh, you know, proven now through a lot of studies um, benefits in inmates uh, being successfully reintegrated back into the community. And what sort of 
the skills and qualifications are they able to gain in that process? Because like you've said there, then hopefully being able to, um, you know, to, to integrate into the community after they are released. Yeah, definitely. So obviously construction is a, is a major focus. So anything construction related. So I've got a number of uh, inmates currently undertaking um, electrical and plumbing um, qualifications. I've also then you've got the other side of it, which is the crane and dogging. So quite a, um, you know, uh, really in demand, um, you know, job on the outside. Mm. It's something that there's a lot of shortages in. So we have a range of um, you know, un- uh, qualifications that they do undertake and so it's been very successful for us over the past few years. And Blake, when you talk about um, about prisoners doing these programs, how, uh, you know, like how much does it really help them then in terms of, of um, rehabilitation and not becoming repeat offenders? Well, Katie, there was a study uh, done by Boxar uh, some time ago and it was over a nine year uh, period so we've always known in industries that it, it was very effective um, you know this kind of program and, and this hands on experience in the industry was effective but the Boxar study that was completed uh, and handed out I think in 2021 really really did highlight that and it showed a significant percentage um, of a decline in, in regards to inmates who undertake uh, undertook any vocational training uh, traineeships or apprenticeships um, and, and as we know Giving someone a steady uh, workforce and then obviously some, uh, from a financial point of view, when they get out, that means that they've got something to go to and that's, that's very important. Mm. Now, putting inmates back out in the street um, you know, really doesn't assist them with uh, reintegrating back into the community and that's what we are all about is giving them some actual skills that are practical, um, that can be applied out in the, in the real world. And we know that, um, you know, given this study has now been concluded for some years, that it was a very effective solution and uh, something mm. that we, um, you know, continually push for. Excellent. Hey, tell us, where are things at with the, uh, with the 96-bed uh, facility that, uh, that you're working on for the Territory? Yeah, so the nine cells uh, have arrived over the last few weeks. So that's 18 beds. They, mm-hmm. Each cell has two beds in there. Um, and over the next uh, two months, we're going to have uh, a number of deliveries, six at a time, uh, arriving. So we would hope by around the April period, we've got all of these cells um, and the communal modules on site. And then it'll be around the installation within the actual prison facility. Yep. And Blake, um, some people listening are going to be thinking to themselves, oh, I don't know if these sound like they're real secure, but like you've just said... They literally can house uh, well people that are that are in the prison at uh, at all the different levels by the sounds of it. Absolutely, and I think that the, fortunately for us, we've had ours installed from around the 2015-17 mark in a lot of centres, in maximum security remand centres in the metropolitan area, all through to minimum security. And the condition of these cells now, after so many years and you know such a high turnover of inmates, is actually quite remarkable. And that's just due to the fact that we, you know, we have done it to a point where we know we can house uh, inmates safely and securely. Uh, and they're standing the test of time in New South Wales, and I'm sure they will do the same up in the Northern Territory. Well, Communities and Justice New South Wales External Services Work and Education Director, Blake Conwell, I really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for having a chat with us. Thank you very much. Thank you.